Haunted Hangover presents Anthology Obscuria. Welcome to Anthology Obscura. I'm Louie, and I'm joined by... Samantha, that's me. I'm not Samantha, I'm Chris. (laughs) There you go. (laughs) Just in case people get confused, even though... You never know. You never Mm -hmm. know. Maybe the audio-only version, they think that Chris is Sam and Sam is Chris. (laughs) And today today on the show, we're going to be talking about the Tales from the Crypt Keeper episode, Pleasant Screams. Very cheeky title there. <laughs> I was going to scream there, but it was going to be loud, and I don't want to scare everybody away <laughs> before we even start. So Cops are going to knock on your door if you do that. Something. Yeah. They're going to think of some sexual act happening in the office you oh, got there, so no. be careful there, buddy. Oh That's Lord. the dungeon. <laughs> Lord. The dungeon. Well, we are covering Tales from the Crypt Keeper, and he has a dungeon, so... Um, but before we dive into the actual episode and, and the show itself, while I was watching this episode and for the podcast, I just want to let you guys know, I watched this episode three times. So <laughs> I'm oh, quite, man. I am I quite familiar. one and a half times. <laughs> Sam, how can, many times did you watch I it? I can barely get through it once. I had to watch it in increments. <laughs> well, we know what you felt, well, how you felt about it, but, uh, yes, I watched it three times, but while I was watching it. Uh, I, I kind of thought about something that I, I don't think I've ever mentioned on the show before in general. And that the art of a rated R movie or TV show being turned into a children's program doesn't exist anymore. And I was thinking yeah. about that while watching it. I was like, you know, this technically is inspired by a very hard R television show and they were able to kind of take the concept of tales from the crypt and turn it into tales from the crypt keeper an animated anthology series friendly and it's funny because i was thinking about it and i was like man how many shows and even toys back in the day oh i was gonna say yeah toy lines weird weird that that you know they would take a an adult show where the demographic is adults and then turn it into a television show or, or yeah. toys. Because when it comes to toys, the things that come to mind to me are the T2 ju- Judgment Day toys. Oh, toy line. Yeah. I was just going to say. Yeah. And aliens. And aliens. And the Marines. Yeah. That was the, the yeah, tagline yeah. in the commercial for the toys. Exactly. Which I bought one at Monster Mania. I bought the Ripley oh, one. Yeah. yeah. I, I, <laughs> I, I had the entire line growing up. Yeah. It's, just, it's, not, it's not stuff that they do anymore. Yeah, no. it's weird. They kind of stopped stopped doing all that. And I was thinking about it. I was like, what other... Because a couple things came to mind when I was thinking about other R-rated movies that got turned into children's TV shows. And like Rambo had one. Mm-hmm. RoboCop, which is the original RoboCop film, is super violent. But yeah. they made a TV show for kids themed about it. You know, themed, they made a, a cartoon. Two Robo- they also made a TV show. TV show right. and a cartoon. But I'm talking about the animated series. I should, I should yeah. be specific because you're right. There was a live action TV show. But I'm not as familiar with the live action TV show. I'm more familiar with the cartoon. Sucked. 
Yeah. I'm sure. I, I, I guarantee it was terrible. <laughs> uh, and, I, and I don't know. I couldn't tell you a single episode off the top of my head right now of the live-action RoboCop well, show. Louis, you recently talked about your Freddy Krueger doll and how yes, that even yes. existed or the board games or the video games that yes. are geared towards really for children. Yeah, Freddy um, Krueger had a doll. He had all kinds of stuff. So that's yeah. just really weird. Toxic Crusaders is another show yeah. based on a Toxic Avenger. Police Academy. Had a TV show, had an animated television there was, there was, show. I think there was a Highlander animated series too. Conan there, the Barbarian the, also yeah. had one. All so these things where dudes are getting their heads chopped off in movies <laughs> and then they go and they make kids cartoons. Literally, Great. Police Academy had like F-bombs and nudity yes. and all kinds of crazy. Toxic Avenger had all kinds of heads being crushed. But they thought it would be a bright idea to turn it into a children's TV show. I just find that not? amusing. And it doesn't happen anymore. Dumb and Dumber no. had a cartoon at one point. I mean, that's PG-13. Times, times have changed. Times have yeah. changed. No, but like if you remember Ace Ventura, The Mask. Every Jim Carrey film from the 90s had an animated TV show. The Mask, Ace Ventura, Dumb and Dumber, Beetlejuice. Is not Beetlejuice. for children, technically. No. A, a, nice fucking model. Like, yeah, <laughs> you know I mean? like, if kids. you're a cool parent, if you're a cool parent, Beetlejuice, maybe, I don't know, aliens, I think aliens should be forgiven. No, but aliens, aliens, <laughs> I, I remember hearing and, and reading that there was a rumor that there was going to be an aliens animated TV series for children, but it just never happened and never came to fruition. But I don't know if that's like just associated with the toy line, because that toy line mm -hmm. apparently might yeah. have been based on the animated series that never happened. Jurassic Park had a similar thing in the early 90s where they were going to make... that's That I could see, even though that's PG-13 as well, and can be very violent. Right, it's a little more a little more kid-friendly, though. But you would, like, yeah. Mm -hmm. Robocop. Then Robocop. Then Robocop. Where he's shooting Police dudes Academy. in the... Police yeah. Academy is so weird to me. I didn't know that. That's so very weird strange. to me. Very, very odd. And, and just revisiting... Tales from the Crypt Keeper just brought thought, brought this all back to me because I haven't thought about it for a while. It's, and a, it's I wonder, a trend that I wish would like pick back up again. It that's would never, what I'll say. Uh, not in I, today's world. It won't. <laughs> no, imagine like I mean, a fucking Evil Dead Rise like cartoon series. <laughs> the fucking well, rule. To your recollection, what could have been the last time that they did that? That it was that was not geared toward like not an adult cartoon. That the original like yeah. the source material was not for yeah. children. Like uh, I, I, I wouldn't know, count wrestling. I kind of want to count wrestling. Maybe. Maybe Judge Dredd, but Did like Judge Dredd was a comic show? book. There was there was a cartoon like uh, in the mid '90s, but it was like but a, it was a for kids based. It was I I don't I mean I remember like watching it in the late '90s, yeah. mid '90s, late '90s. But I mean I feel like that. I'm might curious. Be like, I, 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 I want to know it. the ones that come to mind to me are all the all the Jim Carrey. Yeah, I guess that was animated, more like, recent. Themed. That's yeah. late 90s. I, I, I feel like in the 2000s. That's when we kind of I, were like, maybe I we should have been doing watching, this. Yeah, I wasn't watching cartoons as much. in the year. I was in high school already. All so I, I was like, was watch cartoons. Yeah, no, still the time. Point, we're covering a cartoon right now. <laughs> well, no, I watch cartoons. But like, I think in like the early 2000s, I was like really into like horror movies and like death metal. Mm. So that was kind of. I, know, I you was go through that phase where, yeah. you're like, where, you, where you kind of phase out of it because you're like, oh, this isn't what I'm supposed to be doing anymore. But then it. Cycles back, and here we are. Yeah, here we are yeah. talking about talking about animated series. But yeah, that's the last couple of shows I could think of. I'm sure someone might leave a comment. Leave a comment 
on this video on YouTube. There, yeah, there's know. something yeah. now. Like, I remember like Men in Black had a spinoff for like a yeah. TV series. Yeah, and, Men like, in the, Black. The Matthew Broderick I watch Godzilla. a lot of... Oh. I, I mean, I watch a lot of... A lot, a lot of animated shows and I can't if it's not if it's not for kids it's for adults I feel like there's yeah. no like discrepancy there and I wouldn't really count like the superhero films because those are like violent and risque but still geared towards family friendly yeah, you know right. what I'm family saying friendly. family friendly I think just now just on make... the borderline of a scandalous yeah. I think now if they make an animated series that's based on an IP that's R-rated or for adults, they just make the animated series R-rated. Like it's just yeah. it's like, not like for Clerks. Kids. Clerks did the yes. did the animated oh, yeah, series yeah, that yeah. was strictly an adult animated series. Like a like a Family Guy, like that, like a, like a TV fourteen or a TV. What is it? M. I don't even mm. I don't even know. M A. Um, M A. I guess that's what yeah. they would they would do. But I can't. Nothing comes to mind that. In, in recent years that it's mostly that the could, 80s and 90s 80s and 90s is what really did it i'm trying to yeah. think what's a what's a movie now that's a hard r that if it was 1989 or 92 that they would make into like not evil dead like i could see evil dead becoming an animated series no, but I for feel adults. Like, like like scream scream could have had like a like a <laughs> scream a, the animated know. series the animated <laughs> series kind of thing i don't know i don't know it, it it tends to be more of like the action films like the like maybe john wick like a john wick oh yes. john cartoon. wick i could see cool. a john yes. wick cartoon. Him there with you the go. dog going on adventures you like, are yes. Yes. on the money that yeah. would, it would be it would have like a fun intro and it would be him yeah. i don't think he'd use guns it'd be like guns that don't kill people or something they shoot yeah. like lasers or something yeah they always changed it on the like kid version where they're like more robotic or you know like robocop didn't shoot people up like he did in the movies it would just be like he'd hurt you and then arrest you Ro right. rambo instead of dead or alive it's like oh sorry coming with me yeah exactly but you're right i think john wick if it was 95 That'd be john so wick cool. oh yeah john yeah, wick yeah, yeah. would be the would be would get an animated series Maybe a little dread time story and scare up a good fright's rest. Now here's a good one. I call it Pleasant Screams. Uh, this this show, in a nutshell, same basically, and we've covered Tales from the Crypt. It's our first, yeah. I believe, our first anthology obscura episode. You know, in in Haunted Hangover history, that was the first yeah. one we covered. Was the Tales from the Crypt episode. And it, it follows the same format. You know, it, it's got the bumpers in the beginning or the wraparound with the Crypt Keeper. Uh, he's way more cute yeah. on the TV <laughs> show. He's green. He's a lot more innocent looking. Same voice. Yeah. Though, same voice actor. He's not Dave, sliming looking. His name is, is it Dave Kassir? John Kassir. John Kassir. John He voices the, the Crypt Keeper. And they usually have the Crypt Keeper dressing up like, in like a bathing suit or as a clown based like, on the like episodes yeah yeah something like in, that in this episode he's wearing pajamas like you would never have seen the crypt keeper well they did make him change wardrobe on the live action tales from the crypt show yeah but never like this cute where he was kind of yeah. very, like oh like they wanted <laughs> and when you think about it he's a corpse he's still yeah. a corpse that's like telling kids scary stories he just doesn't look as intimidating, I guess, as the right. animatronic. He, he doesn't. His skin isn't like falling off. Bumpy or yeah, smooth skin. You know, he's not all <laughs> dried up and like 
gross looking. He moisturized. He looks great. <laughs> he more, yeah, he's way more moisturized. <laughs> and he's like turquoise in, in, in the yeah. animated uh, yeah. series. Uh, but yeah, it, it, it's the same kind of layout where a lot of the stories are like allegories for stuff or morality mm-hmm. tales. But children, for the most part, because the episode we're covering, there's actually an adult character in this, but he acts like a child. Um, yeah. And, you know, obviously they did away with all the, like the profanity, the violence, the sex. None of that. None of the good yeah. stuff is in Tales from the Crypt Keeper. None of the good stuff. None of the good stuff that Just you got from the Just a bunch of willies. Just scariness. Another thing I find interesting about Tales from the Crypt Keeper was that it was on at the same time as the OG show of the live action HBO show really weird that they would kind yeah. of rem- like i looked i looked the show up to watch the episode it says it ran for eight seasons i do not remember eight so, seasons worth of this show i also i will just say i don't remember where it was ever on on ABC. i remember it like being in syndicated yeah, yeah. like tv I believe it was like ABC. you know like early morning rerun kind of thing but yeah, i don't yeah. ever remember it being like broadcast initially I'm about 90% sure it was ABC, and, and from what I read, it had a run from 93, I think, to 94, like, nine, like two year, a two-season run. But remember, seasons were insanely long right, back 30 in the episodes. Day. Especially yeah. with animated yeah. shows, because exactly. they're short episodes. They would do one every day. Yeah, and then what they did was, I think the show was canceled, and they brought it back in, like, 97. And mm-hmm. they kind of changed up the animation, and they yeah. introduced two other characters, the Old Witch and the Vault Keeper, which, if you're familiar with Tales from the Crypt, it comes from the old EC comics from back yeah. in the day. And those two characters, they were never on the um, live-action HBO the show, show yeah. but they introduced them on the animated series. I guess just because the whole, the whole gimmick with the Old Witch and the Vault Keeper was that they wanted to host the show, and the Crypt Keeper had to kind of like shush them away and trick them yeah. and outsmart them to leave him alone. That was kind mm. of Crypt Keeper and Vault Keeper. That guy's unoriginal <laughs> as shit. Well, again, dude, back in the day, it's funny. The old witch and the Vault Keeper, like I said, they were really like the... Right, they're the, trying the, to jock his, his job. But in the old... It's yeah. funny. I, I, I'm pretty sure those two characters existed in the old comic books and the Crypt Keeper was created for the TV shows. So yeah. kind of crazy. And the Crypt Keeper in general, and we, we might have touched on this. I'm pretty sure we touched on this when we covered Tales from the Crypt. Uh, you know, so I'm being a little redundant here, but he was such a popular character like Freddy Krueger. So it makes sense that they would want to take him and kind of make a children's Capitalize. TV show. Yeah. Right. For, you know, mm-hmm. with him. Because I, I guess, you know, I liked him. I liked the Crypt Keeper as a kid. So it makes yeah. sense. You know what I mean? Um. But one thing I do want to talk about, too, before we jump into the actual episode, I do love the intro to the show because it's like yeah. a, I guess, a, a more innocent version because, you know, the original HBO show, it was a POV camera shot going mm-hmm. through the Crypt Keeper's mansion yeah. and then going down to the basement. And then he pops up and cackles and tails from the crypt. They did the same thing here, but instead it's a kid yeah. on a bike, very Stranger Things-esque and like yeah. being chased by like. Basically, the universal monsters without calling Various them out as a friend. Yeah. There's the, a mummy, a vampire, a Frankenstein's monster, and they're all going after him. And then eventually he goes downstairs or into a room, and the Crypt Keeper's there and turns on a TV. And it says, even the slime coming down happens like the, yeah. on the animated uh, uh, TV show. Now, 
Chris, I know you're familiar with this show because you said it when we covered Tales from the Crypt that you watched this before you watched Tales. You watched Tales from the Crypt Keeper before you watched Tales from the Crypt, right? I, I feel like there was, again, I don't remember ever like watching Tales from the Crypt Keeper like as like appointment TV, I guess. I remember it being on like fox family channel like seven in the morning like one morning before school like in syndication more than anything else Mm, okay um yeah yeah and i feel like i definitely watched that because we didn't have hbo growing up and like yeah yeah. i remember watching it before ever see like i knew who the what it was and like tales from the crypt obviously but yeah i remember watching the cartoon more than the actual series for sure like i said you were probably more familiar with the crypt keeper than you were the actual tv show right exactly yeah yeah yeah. and i mean like you know there was like the the tales from the crypt movies and stuff in the 90s and yeah yeah um, which which i think we we talked about yeah and demon knight (laughs) yeah yeah demon knight yeah which I, I think we, we kind of touched on when we covered the uh, Tales from the Crypt episode, which I'm sure we'll, we'll definitely be revisiting Tales from the Crypt another episode. Sammy, I don't think you watched this at all. I, right? I was so, I was just yeah. a, a wee baby when it came out. I remember Tales from the Crypt being on TV more, more than right? I remember, more than I remember the animated show. And then in my head, like, I, I feel like just knowing little Sammy, I was probably like, oh, that's for babies. I want to watch the dirty one. <laughs> Yeah. You know what I mean? So like I, I that that's my my sense. I mean, yeah, but I, nothing nothing clicked when I watched it. Besides the song, I was like, I don't I don't remember any of this. I don't yeah, remember him being green. Yeah. Like I just don't I don't remember that. I do like I that they so use young. the same. Yeah, I do like that they use the same theme music, the same yeah, intro yeah, yeah. music as the as the HBO show. Um, for cool. me, like I said, the same voice actor too, which yeah. like yeah. Which is the most iconic part. That, yeah, right. It like crosses that bridge. Because like going back to what we were saying before about all like the spin-off animated shows, never ever was like the actual voice actor. Yeah. Involved, that did both. You know? like, yeah. The actual, I like it. Stallone wasn't doing the Rambo voice. No, you know? right. No. John right. Kassir, though, if you think about it, he's really known for the Crypt Keeper. Like right. that's exactly. even when I go to even when you go to horror conventions, he's there like promoting and hawking like crypt keeper like you know eight by tens and stuff like that and merch so yeah that's what he'll always be known for the voice of yeah, the crypt of keeper um for right. me this was never a show i did watch it and i remember it being a show where when it was on tv and i was watching saturday morning cartoons like sam was like a baby i remember it mm-hmm. being one of those shows where i'd watch it when it was on but i never knew mm-hmm. the schedule like it, mm-hmm. I, i'd I'm catch saying. like and I'd be bummed because I, you know, it was a very different time. You know, I didn't use the TV. We didn't have the guide. We didn't have the guide. Just go to the channel, wait for the fucking scroll yeah. to come back. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So like, I remember watching, and there's one episode that I always remember from my childhood, and it's not the one we're covering today, but we'll probably cover <laughs> it in the future. That always, um, I always, I vividly remember watching it from beginning to end on TV. I think in like the mid '90s. So. I do have a history with it. it. It's not something like the real Ghostbusters that I watched religiously or Pee Wee's uh, Playhouse, but I do yeah. remember it being on and just being something that I'd be bummed that I just missed. Like, oh yeah. man, I missed Tales. I caught the last five minutes of Tales from the Crypt Keeper and I wanted to watch it from the beginning because I was a monster kid and a horror kid. So like that was, and I like spooky shit. So that was 
it was always disappointing to see it end when I missed yeah, an episode. Yeah, I'm not catching it. Yeah. And it's funny because now you can watch this basically anywhere. Find it's anything. On it's all at it's your fingertips. It's on Tubi. I actually own the box sets of both, like the the entire series. Um, mm-hmm. I've owned it for years. I think I bought them maybe 15 years ago. And it's they're on, on Tubi. Pluto TV somewhere. Pluto TV somewhere. It's on Amazon. Yeah. It's on. It's illegally it's on uploaded to everything. YouTube. Like you can <laughs> find this. This is one of the shows. You will not struggle to find if you've never seen Tales from the Crypt Keeper. It's everywhere. Yeah. Literally they're not, everywhere. They're not gatekeeping it. <laughs> no, no one's got they're the exclusive. Stri- it. There you go. There. <laughs> Good one, Chris. Um, yeah, like <laughs> like this isn't exclusively streaming anywhere. You know what I mean? No. So you you can find it. And I do think it's a fun show to watch. In I'm general, definitely curious now. Yeah. I'm definitely curious. Now I want to go see what what else. What else did they conjure up for the kitties? You know what yeah. I mean? What, 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 who are the, are these the same people who, who wrote creatively for the like live action series for adults? I, I'm 90% sure. I don't think at the same writers, but like, they had something to like do with Walter it. Hill and Zume- is it Zumeckis. I, it's like the same group of guys that Production, were involved for yeah. What a bunch yeah. of creeps. What a That's, bunch of creeps. Whatever. It's so funny to me. I think that's so funny. The mid '90s, early '90s was a different time, so I guess like I know. Well, I know I was I was there. (laughs) Capitalize on a uh, horror show for children, Uh, but yes, let's let's jump into the actual episode breakdown of Tales from the Crypt Keeper. Pleasant screams. I am Felix Purdy, and you, you're um Jenny, Jenny Lawson. We know each other. Yes, but from where? So Tales from the Crypt Keeper, Pleasant Screams. Apparently, and I've seen some weird shit online. This is season one, episode three. I saw it as season two, episode three or four somewhere else. So I was a little kind of thrown off by it. But I believe on IMDb, it currently says this is season one, episode three. And it was that released tracks. on the, yeah. the Roku channel has it as one three. So yeah, that I think it's like that on on uh, Tubi as well. Um, and this was released on October second, nineteen ninety three. Perfect time, October second, spooky season. <laughs> so makes sense. Um, <laughs> and uh, I, I'm gonna be very honest. This episode is all over the place. Very <laughs> so it's dense. It's, it's dense. It's <laughs> dense for 20 minutes. <laughs> it's dense for a seven-year-old that probably does not. It, it doesn't. It doesn't need to be this dense for a child. But I it don't, sort of. Is. I was confused. I can. I can only imagine what the child would have to endure. This was the inception of '93 from Tales oh, from the Crypt Oh shit! Keeper. That's exactly what a it was. A dream within a dream within a dream. Uh, but yes, uh, to, to give a little love to the opening segment of the episode before you get into the actual main story, uh, we've got the Crypt Keeper. He's having some trouble sleeping, which is this is like one of my favorite things about Tales from the Crypt Keeper and even the Tales from the Crypt show. I've always loved this, the Crypt Keeper's intros. And the outros. intros. It's hysterical. Yeah. Uh, and they're so got, punny. Yes, that's the boils puns? and ghouls, the most notorious thing ghouls. he says. Um, but he's having trouble sleeping. Like I said earlier, he's wearing pajamas, like a little, like, I guess, a little dress and a little nightgown and a little yeah. hat. And uh, he's looking for a midnight snack because I guess that helps him sleep. Um, he's got a kind of really, like you said, Sammy, 
puns. Screech cobbler. That's what he has Screech in the fridge. <laughs> he opens it up. Probably delicious. Probably. Sounds like a Halloween, you know, <laughs> uh, made up <laughs> Halloween dessert we'd create, maybe. I don't know. Yeah. Hangover. Screech over. cobbler. Scree- there you go. Maybe that'd be the name of a cocktail That's or something. Yeah. <laughs> Put that one in the bank. Uh, but. <laughs> Uh, in the vault, I should say the vault keeper. Uh, but yeah, he also <laughs> mentions something really gross: fresh carrots. You know, kids love, uh, don't love, they hate. Kids hate their vegetables. So uh, I do like how <laughs> who likes carrots? Gross, disgusting. <laughs> um, and he's having a lack of nightmares. That's the main problem. So sounds like a very serious problem to have. <laughs> more nightmares more nightmare the nightmares comfort him they put him to sleep so he's not mm-hmm. having any um so he decides it's time to tell a story because that'll i guess knock him out that's kind of a gist of what <laughs> i got from the crypt keepers <laughs> opening segment here uh so the actual story follows and and i'll Follow me, guys, because I'm going to be bouncing all around with this nonsense. Yeah, let's, here we go. <laughs> Follow along. Uh, if Strap you're not in. seeing this, uh, I, I definitely oh, think you no. should watch this uh, because you can get a better a better grasp as to what the plot of this episode is. But I will What's do my best. Uh, but yes, it, 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 the Pleasant Screams follows Mr. Purdy, who is quickly shown to be somewhat of a scaredy cat. And this is a grown ass man with a big mustache. <laughs> And he looks like they, they drew him as, I guess, a middle-aged man. He looks like a teacher. He looks like a teacher. Wink, wink. And uh, we also meet a, a younger, I guess you would say like middle school age girl by the name of Jenny. Right? Mm-hmm. Both of them do not know each other. And I feel like this is a trope we've seen in horror movies and other types of yeah. films where you wake up in an environment. And you don't know who you're with. You don't know where you are. You're completely lost. And that's kind of where this episode starts. And they find themselves in a creepy, very standard, and this is one of my favorite things about the episode, cemetery. Mm -hmm. Now, the cemetery itself looks like it's outside the Crypt Keeper's haunted, like haunted mansion mm-hmm. or whatever. It literally looks like that's where the Crypt Keeper lives, which I love. And also in this, right here, I want to just sh- shine some, some light and give some love to the animation. Very vibrant, colorful. I loved mm-hmm. it. I love the animation of the show. We didn't really get to talk, talk about it in the intro. But this episode, everything pops. Mm-hmm. Purples, greens, blues. You would think for a show like Tales from the Crypt Keeper, Tales from the Crypt, something scary, that it would be dark. Well, kind of muted. Everything is, everything is, like nothing is black. It's all kind of. There's some really cool stuff later that we'll talk about. Like color-wise, there's some really cool stuff. But they're in this cemetery, and what ends up happening is there's a group of zombies that emerge from their graves and begin chasing them. And what ends up happening is they try to escape. And this is where things get a little kind of all over the place. And I'm kind of going to I'm going to just kind of run through the rest of it and get to the end. Um, They end up running away and they come across this gate, but they can't open it because it's locked. Of course, it's locked. Can't escape. Mm -hmm. Can't escape the cemetery. Right. Big ass lock. They're inching closer. Yeah, big ass. Mr. Purdy even tries to break it with a shovel, and the shovel breaks, hitting. He's not, he's not too strong, though, I'm he assuming. He is not. So. He's a soft boy. Um, yeah. <laughs> but, but 
what ends up happening is he break he tries to break it, the shovel breaks, and this faceless figure with just a brow, no mouth, no nose, no eyeballs. It's kind of like this pale green look. Like mm-hmm. I guess that's the best color. To just, it's like a vomit green. It's like a yeah. It's like a very like electric green kind of yeah. color. Yeah. This faceless figure emerges, dressed up as a child, like has a hat on and everything. It's really yeah. strange. Yeah. Overalls, little overalls, and he makes several appearances in this episode. He emerges, teases them with the key to the lock. There's a scuffle, I think, and the doors mm-hmm. open. And Mr. Purdy and Jenny fly through the doors. And this happens several times. So what ends up happening throughout this this episode is the two of them continue to jump through like different horror scenarios. Mm-hmm. Yeah, different nightmares. Different nightmares. But they're all horror related. It's not yeah, like right. the nightmare where you're falling off of a building or you went to school naked, like the standard tropey night. It's yeah. like they're horror, sci-fi, yeah, kind of edgy, yeah, things, yeah. And they don't know why they're there. There's little hints throughout the episode, like, "Oh, this feels familiar," Mister Purdy says in his weird voice. And why like, do he, I know your name? Why do I? Like, they know each other's name, but they don't know why they know each other. Yeah. So, in a nutshell, the other kind of worlds or nightmares they end up in. They end up in a kaiju Tokyo setting Go, where they're Godan, Godan, which is Godan. Godzilla and Rodan, Rodan and Ghidorah all mashed up into one monster. Godan. Um, and then there's like a like a Saiyan Cyberman like Ultraman, hero fight. Yeah. yeah, Ultraman character. Yeah. And, and in that segment, you know, Mr. Purdy's a pussy, basically. He's just yeah. kind of like scared of everything. He's in his no, mind. He, leaves yeah. poor, he leaves the poor girl alone, like just straight up runs away from her half the time. There's literally a yeah. scene where he puts her in front of him and he's like, I'm behind you just in case yeah. anything happens. Or yeah. like, oh, don't worry, I'm right here behind you. They have a lot of moments like that throughout the episode where mm-hmm. they're like, oh no, I'll, I'll protect you. Actually, bye. Yeah, they, try to walk, they both try to walk away from each other yeah, several Jenny, times. Jenny's the brave one, and Mr. Purdy's yeah. obviously the wimp. That's basically what what you get right from the from the start that's, of this that's episode. That's literally in my notes that I took for the episode. I just put like Mr. Purdy scared, Jenny cool. Yeah. <laughs> I'm too old for this. I don't understand anything. You this? Join the club. Where are we? Now, in this segment, what what eventually happens is, like you said, there's like an Ultraman, superhuman samurai yeah. kind of hero that shows up to fight this two-headed King Ghidorah ripoff in Tokyo. But yeah. we find yeah. out that the big hero, superhero, is actually is the, the faceless, faceless man. figure kid. again. Who, yeah, kid. Person who thing. is basically tricking them anytime they think they're going to escape these nightmares and the... The, the king, Godan, grabs them, throws them into his mouth, and that's the transition yeah. into the next nightmare yes. scenario. The swamp thing. No, it's not the swamp thing. They end up at a which castle. Which one is this? It's a oh, castle. Oh, the gargoyle yes. castle. So they end up at a very kind of medieval castle setting. Mm. Um, and here, what ends up happening is they come across these purple bat 
gargoyle creature. Vampiric, I guess, is the best way. Gargoyle mm -hmm. creatures that are trying to... Everything's trying to kill them and attack them in this episode. Yeah. Um, and, you know, Jenny gets grabbed by one, taken into the castle. And Mr. Birdie is like, you know what? She'll be okay. She's brave. Yeah. I'm going to go hide over Peace. here. I'm going to go find a weapon. Eventually, they force him into entering the, the castle. Comes across her. Comes across the faceless figure again but this time dresses as, uh, as a knight trying mm -hmm. to get them which they this fall. one i will yeah. say is my was my favorite one like the of the faceless character like his yeah. face inside that like dark blue Thing. knight yeah shining yeah. armor like that we were talking about the colors before that looked really cool yeah for sure cool. then with the purple mm -hmm. the purple gargoyles too adds like a, a nice yeah. element element to it um and then they fall out of a window <laughs> because the mm -hmm. night is approaching them and they end up like you said sam a swampy kind of i don't know what i'll be very honest you kind of thing yeah, yeah the yeah. nightmare segments get lazier and lazier as it continues yeah. <laughs> that's basically yeah it's like all right they're in a swamp now and these yeah and the creatures don't really make much sense but yeah they're in a swamp they end up in a boat and this is where they start to kind of pick up on stuff that, you know, Mr. Yeah, Birdie, they're getting tired. Yeah. They fear they they're kind of it's happening over and over again. It's got to be a dream. They're not even scared really anymore. No. They're like, oh, here we Mr. go. Mr. Birdie again. even, I think, says he's like, oh, we're kind of used to this at this point. He yeah. tells Jenny it's her dream at one point. He thinks it's her dream. He berates yeah. her. He's like, this is yeah. your fault. And she's like, why would I trap myself in my own dream? Right. Jenny's right. Mr. Birdie's fucking Jenny done. knows. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Jenny knows. she's a smart kid, man. She, she's cool. <laughs> Jenny One knows. Cool. But what ends up happening is randomly, this is probably the most random. While they're mm -hmm. in this swamp, a giant yellow blob emerges from the water, forcing them into a cabin. And in this cabin, they come across this, like all these horror figures yeah. And one of them is this stone nondescript like golem. That's what I thought yeah. I was about to say. It's like a golem, but at first I was like, what is this supposed to be? I wasn't quite sure. Yeah. And then I realized that's what it is. And he ends up, Mr. Birdie has to fight him and he's trying to get away from him because Jenny ends up on like a saw. What, what are those things called? Like a, a booby when you're like sitting a, like on a, yeah, a it's conveyor kind of belt with like a, a saw, saw on it. Yeah. yeah. The thing with the saw in the middle that cuts the wood. <laughs> like something you'd see on Looney Tunes, you know, with, with yeah. like Wile E. Coyote. Um, and he ends up saving her because he knocks a, a tombstone that knocks the golem creature out. And surprise, surprise, that golem creature is... The faceless figure. Faceless <laughs> yeah. kid. Now, here's where things get ridiculous. If they didn't get, <laughs> if they weren't ridiculous already, because we're winding down here uh, with, the, uh, with the ending. So, when they see that, they see the faceless figure revealed underneath the golem creature. It just, out of nowhere, they start to realize because it just clicks that basically this kid. And his name is Daryl. I believe I'm looking for his last name in my notes here. It's like Daryl something. But yeah, they say it. Yeah. His name is Daryl Craman. Is his name. So what ends up happening oh, is yeah, damn Daryl Craman. So <laughs> what ends up happening is Daryl is asleep in class, Latin class, and Mr. Purdy is his teacher. And Jenny is one of his 
just like classmates, classmates, random classmate in this class. And what ends up happening is Mr. Purdy and Jenny start saying, you know, wake him up, wake him up. And Mr. Purdy wakes up Daryl when, because literally there's a shot where the faceless figure morphs into into Daryl. And he's all there looking like an idiot. Just stand there like, like it's really (laughs) an odd shot. And, um, he wakes up in class and Mr. Purdy is all snarky writing Latin on the chalkboard. And then Jenny, I think jokes on him or cracks on him. Yeah. They're both kind of taunting him. Yeah. Because sleeping in class. Yeah. It's again, very quick. Like I want to transfer out of the class. Yeah. Basically nobody transfers out of my (laughs) class. Exactly. (laughs) And that's kind of the whole thing is that Daryl doesn't want to take Latin. That's basically right. it. He hates Latin. He's not good. It's a nightmare. At it. We don't. Yeah, we don't really learn why he hates Latin so much. He just doesn't but like he's it. More and... into comic books and horror fiction. One word. Cool. He's a cool guy, Schmiggy. He likes <laughs> horror movies and spooky shit. Um, and what ends up happening is we find out that Daryl waking up in class and Mister Purdy kind of berating him now in what you think is the real world turns out to be Mr. Purdy's nightmare because yeah. in this Daryl, this dream within a dream, the first level, like I said, inception, mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> Mr. Purdy is about to go back into the dream nightmare. Right. Cause Daryl yeah. he wakes up from the main, like level three of this in nightmare yes. in the real world. He wakes mm-hmm. up in his home and the next morning allows Daryl to not switch take, out of his class. Yeah, you his don't sweet, have sweet to release. Take, you know, it's a little convoluted, but it's also a children's show. So how hard can you really be on this? But yeah, it's basically a nightmare within a nightmare within a nightmare. Yeah. And it, it's literally, like I said, it's Inception for Tales from yeah. the Crypt. It's Tales from the Crypt Keeper Inception. <laughs> for a kid's show, like, they put them in some precarious situations. Like, the saw, yeah. the, the kid being on the belt to go to the saw is, like, pretty sketch territory for a kid. But also, like, yeah. you're saying, like, this is basically Inception in Tales from the Crypt Keeper. They, like, I mean, I know, granted, this was years and years before Inception, but the general rule is, like, you never remember how your dreams start. And, like, the yeah. episode starts, like... The action is already going, you know. Like, it's smart. Yeah. Already in it, which is yeah. like that's that's exactly how dreams are, you know. It's like as Pretty the cool. levels, as they wake up yeah. from the different levels, like Mister Purdy and Pretty Jenny advanced. realize who they are. I don't think yeah. an eight-year-old would pick up on that. No, no. you know what I mean. And then but the eight-year-old be so confused. I also think this whole episode is kind of an allegory for like a guilty conscience. That's basically because right. he even says it at the like you know that's kind like the crypt keeper says it at the very end that he had a guilty conscience and it was on his mind. So all these nightmares lead back to you know Daryl not wanting to take his class and him realizing right. that like man let me cut this kid. He was slack. being a jerk. Yeah, let me give yeah. him a break. Yeah. So My in gosh. a nutshell, that was tales from the crypt keeper. Pleasant screams. Putting us through this never-ending torture chamber. Who are you? He's got to be someone we know, Mr. Purdy. Someone we we were nice to. Someone we were mean to. I'm following you. Someone we tortured. 
I wanna I wanna shine a little like a little a little send a little love to uh Mr. Purdy, or I should say Felix Purdy, because he says yeah. that early on that his first name is Felix. As a character, amazing. Just his voice. <laughs> whoa, whoa, whoa. He's like screaming. He's just like like everything is like him kind of going crazy. He's so excited. Over the top and like goofy the, dr- and the wacky. Like the nightmare version of him early on is the wackiest it almost plays into what you said chris about the different levels of this dream nightmare world yeah it's like the the first version of him is completely different from the final version you see as he as he like goes through it he kind of he kind of comes down you know a little yeah yeah, he he gets a little bit i've been here already situation happens yeah and you know he's he's got a couple i love how when he when the episode starts too with mr purdy because he's you meet him first before you meet right, Jenny. Right, he's the first mm-hmm. character we see, yeah. He, he, since they're in a cemetery, he looks at a gravestone, like an empty grave, a sh- <laughs> and he's like, oh, uh, I guess that's not where like – I'm basically saying he's not dead. He's like, like, he's he's like, like that's oh, not um, me. I'm not going I'd be, there. Was, I would be buried. That was so funny. He's like, he's like uh, <laughs> no, that's not it. He's like, no, I think I'd be in the grave if I was yeah. dead. And that's kind of like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I do like how that's how it starts. Because, you know, when you wake up in a cemetery, I'm guessing in this nightmare, you'd be like, oh, I'm the corpse or whatever. Right. You know what you I mean? Know. Because he's, yeah, he doesn't know where the hell he is. Um, the other thing I like, and this kind of happens when he first meets the faceless figure. He literally tells the faceless figure when they want the key, I lift, I lift weights, you know, what a, what, a, what an awkward line. It's just the, I lift weights, you so know, silly. he's about to fight some faceless Yo. little kid. It's so silly. Like he tries to be brave there, but it just doesn't work. It right. doesn't work. You know, like it's, I said, yeah. The, 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 okay. You know me, I, 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 I usually, I'm where I'm so used to, to having something to say about, really just like the terrible acting but right now we're just working with voice acting and what happens with voice acting and animated shows you really do need to overact your voice to to match it especially when it's children's shows and i don't know if you guys know this but jenny is voiced by tara strong who famously has voiced so many characters throughout our entire childhood and right. now and video games she was like Timmy Turner and Fairly Odd Parents and she was uh, Dill Pickles Very famously and Harley Quinn Rugrats Harley Quinn she did Power Bubbles Girls, yeah. Bubbles yeah so she she's she has a very iconic voice 3 this this past weekend she's the the voice of the little head yeah she's a, that so she she's she she still works she's always going to work that's awesome um so when I saw that I was like I was like, oh shit, okay, this woman has been working for so long. Yeah. Um, so I was really excited about it. But with that being said, I, th- with me, like the most cringy, which I understand why they have to do it because they have to keep the attention of a child. But the most cringiest part of this, this episode where every time she would go, oh, I think we better start running. Why do you say that? Because of that. Yeah. <laughs> she did that when they're when they're like going to the cabin yeah. uh, in the water she's like we gotta go to that cabin over there and he's like why and she goes well because this is behind us and they like show the, 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 the water rising up she did the same exact thing when it came to the faceless kid she did the same exact thing when it came to the giant dragon monster she was like 
Well, because I'm that right there. <laughs> you know what's funny? I didn't even pick up on that until you mentioned it. So I was a oh pig. Oh, my God. And I've seen it, it three so times. It was so silly. It yeah. was so silly. It was so funny. And it's so silly. And if it were, and, and that's the reason why I love animated stuff, because you can do things that will never pass in live action. You know well, what I mean? Yeah. Like, it's so silly. She said it five times. Yeah. Because Both of them that, are right super silly. You. But Mr. Purdy is like humming Christmas music. His yeah, yeah, really. Like, it has nothing to do with Christmas. Yeah. He's humming Christmas on the shifts so his mood shifted so quickly throughout this I, series I, too. I like Mr. Purdy. I like the way they drew him. Like it's just yeah. so. It's so. Looks like Commissioner Gordon. Yeah, it's just weird to have like. It'd be like you know they could have easily made this just two classmates, but they decided to go yeah. with the teacher and a classmate. To go back to Jenny a little bit, and, and yeah. I don't know, maybe I missed something. And again, this is 25 minutes long, 22 minutes long. Out of all the students in his class, why did he pick Jenny? They <laughs> do. Okay. That's what I was going to say. They did briefly say inside of the little canoe, like, she's like, maybe we're being punished because we're, we're, we pick on him or I mean guess, to yeah. him. She was mean so, to him. <laughs> so she was doing was ratting him out. The moral of the story is don't fall asleep in class. But weren't the other kids like <laughs> laughing at him and stuff too, if yeah. I remember correctly? The whole so classroom just... was in on it. The yeah, so yeah I think they were all in on it. Kids are assholes. You only need two kids. Titans yeah. yeah. <laughs> you just need the kid and the teacher and you're good to go. So it's kind of yeah. like, you know. It was but I, really I, strange. I did I did like the Mr. Just Mr. Purdy. Like I said before, mm -hmm. I, I really enjoyed the cemetery setting. I just think yeah. it's fantastic. They even like drew in fog if you look at certain yeah. scenes yeah. Like they drew it in and just kind the of the one thing i'll say is the zombies in that obviously it's you know they're fucking whatever they draw as easy as possible it's the same zombie three times <laughs> in like varying colors and that's yeah. the one thing that like i, I thought was kind of cheesy but whatever how hard can you really be on this you know yeah, what I exactly. mean when you think about it um, no two so snowflakes are the same, Louis. They better fucking change those zombies. <laughs> Chris, you gotta you you gotta tell them. You have to tell them. So this is how many years old is this? Thirty years old? I don't or care. <laughs> so, yeah. gotta, so I um I I I think everything about this was great. I enjoyed this. You know, I I had seen this episode in the past. Like I had seen this before, so I knew yeah. what I was getting. I knew what I was getting myself into. So when I sent it to you guys to watch, I was like, you guys are going to think this is the most ridiculous animated episode of anything ever. So what did you guys just think? Your initial thoughts on just like after watching this, what was the first thing that came to mind? Sammy. After, after watching it, I, okay. So my initial, now that we're analyzing it, I'm, I, I, I'm, we're going to overanalyze you, it. Right? It sounded like early on you were like, eh, this is kind of stupid. Listen, <laughs> listen, listen, listen. My thing is that it was very silly, but I think what I did like about it is even though like we've already, like you said, have been educated with the, with inception, right? <laughs> like the, that's kind of advanced for like an episode that was geared towards children. Like the yeah. concept of the episode, the dream within a dream, and then you think it's over and then there's like another dream. I think that that's kind of, uh, I don't know, ahead of its time, I guess. What is it, 93, 92? 93, like, yeah. 93. That's pretty, that's pretty smart television, I would say. Definitely not, not 
I don't think a child will understand it, but that I enjoyed a lot. I do like the twist at the end that you think that the dream's over and it's not quite over. And it was that that's dream even over. Yeah, like it's been used I do a like lot. that. Yeah, yeah. But but, but, but for kids, for kids, I don't know. Like, I just, I like that a lot. It was so silly, but I enjoyed it. I enjoyed it. Just the dialogue just is like, oh my gosh. God. It's oh so bad. Mr. Purdy. Schlucky ass Mr. Purdy. Every three minutes, Mr. Purdy. And then they were so mean to each other. They would make these smart ass snarky remarks like, Oh, well, are you going to do anything about it? Because I don't see you doing <laughs> All anything the about sass. it. Straight up, he oh. straight up left her to die. Like, Doesn't he punch her? This child. They, don't they fall in like a haystack and they're like punching each other? Yeah. And he like yeah. hits her and she flies back. It's like child abuse. Wild. <laughs> it's Crazy. like, oh, it's, she's like, it's me, Jenny. Oh, hey, Jenny. After he like hits her and she <laughs> flies across the, <laughs> flies across the like, hay whatever carriage or whatever the hell they fall into. So I mean, crazy. for what it was, I liked it. I liked it. I'm almost certain there's got to be a better episode that exists. Yeah, there's got to be. Yeah, I liked it, but I, I feel like I feel like there's got to be one better. There are better ones. That's how all. I feel like all, and even anthology, but children anthologies. Yeah, in, in, in general, particular. there's always yeah. better anthology episodes, even an animated yeah. series like this, yeah. or even live action. There's always like episodes that are, like the iconic episodes. You remember? Yeah. I don't know if Pleasant Screams would be called an iconic episode of Tales from the Crypt <laughs> I don't know if anyone would call any of the Tales from the Crypt Keeper episodes iconic, <laughs> but I don't think this would be one of them. But maybe yeah. I'm wrong. Who knows? Yeah. What about you, Chris? When you, After you were done watching, is, was this, I don't think you were that familiar with this episode, right? No, no, not okay. at all. No, but I, I fucking love Godan. <laughs> my, my one takeaway is the... Is the uh, clever way that they went around the iconic Godzilla like you obviously Godzilla mm-hmm. is the most iconic kaiju there is and they they worked around that by smashing traits from every one of Godzilla and his enemies together to yeah. create you know this off-brand kaiju which like that coupled with it being generic Japanese or Chinese writing on the walls yeah. behind them, you get that they're supposed to be in that kind of movie, you know? Yeah. So that yeah, one yeah. that was fun for me. I like that part. That was my That was my cool. my biggest takeaway was Godan was cool. I wish he would have had another head. Yeah, I get it. You're working in the constraints that you got. Yeah. <laughs> they would have been sued. It was, it was for a that fun one. episode though. It was a cool episode. Yeah. I liked like I said, there was some cool animation. I liked the colors the story is a little too hard for a kid to keep up with, but I thought it was fun. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Back to the Tokyo thing. I do like that when I think it's Mr. Purdy, he picks up like a, uh, a matchbook or something and, and it says Tokyo. It. And then the Crypt Keepers on the other side. I wish that was a yeah, little prop. I saw that. I saw that'd that. Be, uh, that'd be, that'd be really cool. Um, is there anything else besides some of the stuff we touched on that you didn't like about the episode besides the, like my, my thing was Jenny. Why Jenny? But, you know, we kind of clarified that that she picked right. on him, but yeah, I think we I think we covered it. like what we, you know, we 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 clowned on this episode a fair bit, <laughs> justifiably. Yeah. It deserved yeah. some clowning, in all honesty. <laughs> so you know what I mean. Every right. time just, we, it's justified. I feel like every time we just, for a side note, every time we we do do this, 
right? And we go over the episode. After talking, I I have all of these like realizations. Like right now I'm thinking about the fact that every time somebody would come and be their hero or their rescue, yeah. the night the nightmare was that it wasn't. It was that little shithead kid. And yeah. he was like, he threw the fucking key. So they thought they every time they thought they were just this close to win to getting out of there, the night, the night in shining armor was shitty little Daryl. Yo, that was in control. It was his dream, but it wasn't his dream. It was technically his (laughs) Mr. Purdy's dream about Daryl's dream. All because he didn't want to take Latin. Who's fucking taking Latin in middle school, by the way? Also, yo, Daryl Kramen is this grown ass (laughs) teacher is having dreams about his students every night. We won't get into that. <laughs> we'll leave. We'll stop right there with that one, Chris. Uh, but yeah, like I, for me, like a closing thought just with this whole episode is. Yeah. I, I think even now, like, like the realization that this is pretty smart for something yeah. that's supposed to be super dumb is mm-hmm. is it, it's 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 well written. Like it's it well, is. it is well written, and 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 I think. You know there are better tales from the Crypt Keeper episodes, way better ones from from because mm-hmm. I I I I tend to rewatch it sometimes. Background noise, I'll throw it on. There are some kind of darker ones than even this, mm-hmm. and um, I think this one does a great job at kind of creating memorable characters because I think both I, I think Mister Purdy more than Jenny. Jenny's like generic student, but I yeah. think Mister Purdy is really memorable when you watch this yeah. you're not gonna get mr purdy like you're not gonna like you said <laughs> you're not gonna get that out of your head because it, it is so prominent and he is yeah he feels more like the main character than jenny does in reality yeah. you're really following this grown-ass middle middle-aged yeah. man who's a teacher yeah. and they don't just, pay teachers enough no they, there you go they're having That's nightmares nightmare. about king godira eating them uh but i think it's a good episode it's fun i don't know if i'd recommend it as a first time watch for tale like I, i'd recommend a different episode from tales from the uh crypt keeper uh but i think it's fun it's good for the kiddos and mm-hmm. check it out if you if you never have until next time boils and ghouls pleasant screams <laughs> So that was Tales from the Crypt Keeper, Pleasant Screams. Be sure to subscribe, follow us on Instagram, Twitter, TikTok, at Haunted Hangover. Also check out our Patreon page, patreon.com slash hauntedhangover31. And if you can rate and review us, that would be greatly appreciated. And remember, the best cure for a hangover is... More booze. More booze. Catch you guys later. <laughs>